Welcome to the Abundant Wellness with Andrea podcast from surviving to thriving in mind, body, and spirit. Hey there, I'm Andrea Jones, registered nurse, functional hormone coach, inner healing and deliverance pastor, and most importantly, wife and mother of two beautiful girls. This podcast is really a conversation about how to discover and walk in an abundant life that God has laid out for us while processing what I call the messy middle, pain and overcoming things in our life that are hard in order to nurture all of the parts of you so that you can walk in abundant wellness in all areas. Hello, everybody. We have the amazing privilege of having Jeannie Klun here. Um, Jeannie is a certified nutrition consultant, HTMA consultant, and founder of the Calm and Balanced Mama Method. Jeannie, thank you so much for being here today. Sure. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Well, I know, you know, you and I have kind of been working alongside of each other for several years now, and I just, I love what you do. I love how having you come, you know, to train in my groups and just the value that you bring to the community of women that you serve. And so I'm excited for my listeners to one, um, have a chance to follow you and get to know you a little bit better, but also just to learn a little bit more about um, the two biggest areas I think that you and I see collectively, even though we're serving different kind of groups mm-hmm. of women, um, is mood and energy for women. Sure. And, um, really like what, what is the kind of driving factor of that? So can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? And then we'll dive into all of the, the nerdy good stuff that we like to talk about. Yeah, sure. So, you know, obviously, uh, Jeannie. So what I do is I help, um, Moms specifically, I focus solely on moms. I have a seven-year-old and a three and a half-year-old myself. And it's that age where it's like, everything is so hard, right? And so I really like to cater to that age of like the toddler moms under five, where we're burnt out, we're depleted, we're stuck in chronic fight or flight. And it's like the stress of yes, every day, but also our lifestyles and our past history has finally really just caught up, right? Mm-hmm. And so what I do with my clients is I help them to repair their metabolism, um, repair their adrenal function, support their adrenals so that they don't have to be so focused on like the fact that, you know, my kid was just screaming in the background, right? Like right. that yeah. would stress a lot of women out. And it's like, we can't control that when we have kids. So let's build this internal resilience so that we yes. can live life and live motherhood and just enjoy this stuff that, that we're doing without feeling so bogged down every day. Wow. I, I love that because one that I just so resonates, I would have been that mom signing up for your course like 10 years ago. Cause I'm like, that was me. And I, I think so many women don't know that they don't have to feel that way. Yes. And I know that like, we spend a lot of time, like really just encouraging women, like, Hey, it doesn't have to be this way. You don't like, it's not a badge of honor to be suffering. You know, it's not a badge of honor to be fatigued and exhausted. That's not a mark of a good mom. And it's not saying you're a bad mom for feeling that way. But I think sometimes we do wear that, like, I'm exhausted because I'm doing doing so much when really tired's not a thing. I mean, it definitely is, but not in the way they (laughs) think. Right. And so, but realizing that like, 
so many women don't understand that um, we don't just bounce back necessarily mm. from, like you said, all of the years of not taking care of ourselves or poor mineral absorption or poor digestive function. Um, and then, you know, we're surprised when we get to postpartum and our children, you know, or our child is weaned and we still feel like garbage. Right. And so can you help just kind of ex explain to me and my listeners, um, what is some of the physiologic, like what's going on in their physiology that keeps them stuck in that place of, you know, the low energy, that kind of heightened stress response, fight or flight, et cetera. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's so much going on, right. And mm -hmm. you can look at it. The bottom line, it's, it's stressors. Okay. Stressors are the things that cause us stress. Stress is the physical impact from it. Okay. And I think that people don't even realize the difference in that. So it's these stressors. We have the mental, emotional stressors, the kids screaming, you know, the bills, the, somebody always has to be fed all the time, but then there's these physical stressors, um, of the pregnancy of the fact that we're not eating that our blood sugar is so dysregulated because a meal for a mom looks like eating the crust that the kid didn't eat off their peanut butter and jelly over the sink while also trying to do the dishes and hold the toddler on the hip, you know? Mm -hmm. And so all of these things, they're constantly increasing our energy demands in our body, creating imbalance. And then the body can only compensate for so long. It can only do that for so long until you know, the, the flip side of that is that we become depleted. Right. And we don't have anything left. And that's when it's like, oh my gosh, like I have women that I work with where they go fast and furious until Wednesday. And then Wednesday to Saturday, they're asleep on the couch, mm -hmm. making up for just being able to, you know, right. do the minimum for two days. Right. Right. And it's that, that state of depletion where we have been exposed to these stressors causing stress on our body for so long that at some point we just can't keep up. Like we don't have the energetic capability to keep up. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and it's such a hard place to be too, because you, it's like, you need energy to move forward, right? but you have no energy. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, I remember feeling like in this place of, you know, just like just stuckness. Like, I don't even know what else to call it. Like it was just stuckness because I didn't know what to do to feel better. I didn't have the energy to like make that step forward until like I started having panic attacks. And then it was, okay, I definitely can't do this. And so I'm going to have to, like, I'm going to have to muster the energy to figure this out. And so I, can you speak to kind of how do you help women get out of that place of, you know, of the overwhelm, because a lot of it is physiological, right? And so there are things we have to do to shift the physiology, but it's, but how do you help them to kind of take some of those baby steps? Yeah. I mean, I think this is a really good question and there's obviously the basics, like everybody has to fuel their body for the demands that it has. Right. But what's right. so interesting about stress and the stress response is that people just think cortisol is supposed to be high or cortisol is either high or low. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's not that simple. It's not right. just, I have high cortisol, I have low cortisol. It can be imbalanced throughout the day. Right. Right. It can be out of whack with that diurnal rhythm, but it can also cause different imbalances in the body that cause different issues. Right. So 
what I really like to do is for me within, you know, my clients, we always do a hair trace mineral analysis Mm -hmm. because I can have two, three, seven clients with the exact same symptoms. They can all Mm -hmm. be really low energy. They can all be fatigued. They can all be causing panic attacks. And for one person, it could be because they have a ton of biounavailable copper that's causing a panic attack. And another, it can be because they have no calcium and magnesium, so they can't regulate their blood sugar. Right. So, you know, the, the, the first line of defense is we have to fuel the body for those demands that are on it. Right. Which sounds simple and it sounds like, duh, but right. when you're in it and you're a mom, you're not, it's you're not, not that easy. It's yeah. not, you're not, you're, you're not eating. You're not eating enough. Right. What you are eating is pretzels and goldfish and, you know, the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Right. So making sure you're eating regularly, making sure you're eating enough, right. Making sure that your blood sugar is balanced. And beyond that, right. it's looking at, okay, what has stress done specifically to your body that is causing that manifestation of symptoms, right? right? And that's where we can personalize it based on what imbalances have been created. Absolutely. Well, and that, you know, that brings me back to, again, I feel like I was not anticipating this, but I feel like I'm reliving a lot of my postpartum experience when I'm talking to you and it's not bad at all. It just reminds me like, how, and I was, you know, 26 with my first daughter. So fairly young, healthy, you know, but healthy Andrea, 10 years ago is different. Like I have a different (laughs) understanding of what that word means. I lived off of Taco Bell and like mac and cheese. So it's a little bit different, but, um, but I remember that was one of the, the very first things that actually showed up on testing for me was that my copper was extremely high and, um, And from, and this was the part that shocked me. I had only been on birth control for like six months tops. Yeah. And you know, that would have been a good three years previous to that testing, but what it did because my adrenals were already not in a great place, it was stuck there. And so it threw off my zinc and my B vitamins. So I wasn't making neurotransmitters anymore. And it was just a poop storm, like for a lack of a better worm, the perfect setup for postpartum depression and anxiety. Right. Right. And so I think this is the thing, like we're taught culturally that women, we just bounce back. And if we don't bounce back, our priority should definitely be losing weight. Like that postpartum weight, the focus is completely wrong. Right. Right. It's not focused on actually healing the body and addressing all of the reasons why, like why, you know, I used to shame myself, like, why do I have such a poor stress response? You know, like, why can't I just be, you know, like my friends or there was so much shame attached to it because I wanted to feel differently, but the truth was it was not, it wasn't my fault. I mean, it truly was just something physiologic that was happening in the body. And realistically, it took me a good four to five years to come out of that. Um, what's, you know, taking your clients, like what, 12 weeks, you know, maybe, I mean, maybe, maybe a little bit more Twelve weeks. Right. But, but you know, everything you said, there's so much truth to it. It's like, it's, it is this perfect storm of, what society is telling us we're supposed to be and do. And like, I tell my clients, if a woman comes to me and she's like, oh, a goal is to lose weight. I'm like, absolutely not until your body is safe. If what you want is weight loss, this isn't the place to do it because 
we're going to balance your body first because yep. that is going to give you the ability to do everything else. If Absolutely. you can't lose weight, that is what I call a trailing indicator, which means yes. there's a lot more that needs to be fixed before that. Right. And Absolutely. So, you know, to your point, like when you don't have that stress resilience, when you don't have that ability and all these other things are going on, those adrenal glands that are designed to help us respond to stress, like that's not the only thing they do, right? They, right. we have receptors for cortisol everywhere in our body. So mm-hmm. it supports our immune system, right? They make, right. they make progesterone in the first half of our cycle. Half of our progesterone is made in our adrenal glands. So, I mean, right. The I know. Hormones, yeah. right. They, they cortisol is our main anti-inflammatory. It's like, you can't, mm-hmm. you can't have all of these stressors time after time again, and then just think like, why is my whole life and why is all my health going, you know, to backwards down? Yeah. Right. Right. And, and it is starting with internal and creating that balance so that you have the resilience for the stress, because again, you can't absolutely, you can't just get rid of the stress. You get the stressors. Right. Well, and I, I love that you talk about that because that was absolutely when I was in that place, when I was having panicking and anxiety and insomnia and extreme like debilitating fatigue, I was like, if I could just eliminate all of this, which is what I did. Mm-hmm. And for a period of time that may be necessary to let the body heal, but that's different than letting that be the life goal. Um, do you know what I'm saying? And so because you, you absolutely nailed it when the body doesn't feel safe. And I I wish I pray that every woman that's listening to this gets this, because if the body doesn't feel safe, there's a lot of things it's not going to do for you. It's not going to digest. It's not going to absorb. It's not going to let your adrenals come out of that, like chronic inflammatory stress response to actually balance out so that you can lose weight. But that's like, again, step three or step four, if we're not losing weight, there's usually, you know, some other bigger problems that I know we're not here to talk about weight loss, but when that's the driving focus of postpartum, which culturally stressor on women is they think they have to bounce back or they think they have to get their body back. Right. And it's, it's this vicious cycle, right. Where, as you said, like when you're, when your body doesn't feel safe, it shuts down what I call non-essential functions, right? right? So it shuts down the sex hormones. It shuts mm-hmm. down. You're not supposed to reproduce when you're when you're under stress. You're not supposed to feel happy. You don't need to feel energized beyond spurts of energy to like quote unquote run from a tiger, right? And so right. it shuts down. You don't yeah. want to be digesting a big old like sausage and meatball sub when you're running from a tiger. You want your yes. limbs, going to your limbs, exactly. right? And so it is, it's this really vicious cycle where the, the stressors and the stress response shuts down all these things in our body. And then right. by way of those then being shut down, that creates more imbalance in the body. So, you know, I know that yes. you look at the gut a ton and that's huge, right? So when we're stressed yep. and that shuts down digestion, we can't get nutrients from our food. Well, we actually right. need certain minerals to have a healthy stress response. Right. So now we have stress shutting down digestion. So we can't absorb the minerals. Now we can't even have a healthy stress response to right. all the stressors. Right? right. So it's, it's, I call it the positive cortisol feedback loop is what I call it with my clients, because it's one thing feeding the other feeding another, which keeps you stuck in right. this 
fight or flight. And so the first step, you know, you have to break that positive cortisol feedback loop. Yep. Right. And the easiest way to do that is by telling your body through food, we're safe. Like, because food is energy for our body, giving it the energy Mm -hmm. to respond to the stressor. Right. Takes a little bit of that burden off your body, off of the adrenals to say like, okay, we're actually going to have the energetic capability to respond to the stressor. Right. Yes, absolutely. And as a mom, I, th- I think this is probably one of the hardest things because we're like, when we're talking about stress and digestion specifically, like most of us are interrupted how many times while we're trying to eat. Right. And, and so I had to, this became very prominent actually when my daughter was diagnosed with pandas because she would have meltdowns all the time. And so I realized like, number one, this is not going to be a time of weight loss. And so like, I just knew like, that is not a goal that has to go out the window. Um, what I am going to focus on is, um, and I feel like this could be applied to any mom in any category, because essentially I went from having a neurotypical child to kind of going back to the newborn stage of dependency. And does that make sense? And so, and we all have children at different developmental stages, but it went from being able to independently eat and rest to being interrupted all the time to where my eating experience is now very stressful. Like my body feels a lot of stress. And so I had to trick myself into like different ways of making eating enjoyable to where it was not stressful. And it was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to take that psychological stress off of this to where I'm going to eat what I can. I'm going to make sure that even if it's only five bites, it's super nourishing. And so I am still getting really high quality nutrition, even if I can't have a full 15 minute sit down. And so maybe even sharing, I think, I know I've kind of like rabbit trailed a little bit there, but I think some practical strategies that you probably have worked through a million times with your clients about, you know, the mom who's maybe in postpartum that doesn't, that knows that you know, needing to prioritize eating well for healthy blood sugar is really important, um, but doesn't know like practically how to do that. Could you share uh, some, some nuggets there? Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. The number one thing that I do with my clients is I tell them you just have to eat. (laughs) Yes. Which again, it sounds so basic, but I have a lot more than it sounds. It really is. I have them set alarms on their phone every three to four hours to eat. And I'm like, I do not care if right now what you're eating is your kid's mac and cheese. Step number one is you have to eat because when you do it in reverse, in my opinion, and what I see with the clients is when we try and focus on like what we're eating first, it becomes this big stressor that then we feel like we can't fulfill. And so then we don't do it. But the, the flip side of that is depending on what state of stress your body is in, right? So if it is in active alarm stage, fight or flight, what that means on like a biological physiological level is that you're burning through nutrients, you're burning through minerals, right? And so you actually have a higher need for that. If you're in the exhaustion stage of stress, what that means is that you actually don't even have any nutrient stores left, right? So- right what all that means is that we can't either keep up with those demands or rebuild those nutrient stores if we're not flat out eating enough food. Right. So step one, like set alarms, 
eat every three to four hours because one of those things that the adrenals and cortisol do is help to regulate blood sugar. And so if you're stressed, your blood sugar is imbalanced. I'm just telling you it is. Right. And so step one, you eat, you eat regularly to support that. And then you figure out what should I be eating? What nutrients do I need? Sort of what composition do I need? Right. But all that, if you're not getting in enough food and this, this truly is the hardest part with my clients, Mm -hmm. right? Like I, I literally had a one-on-one today and we're 10 weeks in and she's eating the most perfect foods and she's doing all these things, but she's still not eating enough. Yeah. Right. And you right. just rebuild a broken down body if you're not getting enough. Well, and that's the other thing too, is that I, and same thing happens where, you know, women will be like, oh yeah, I eat 1200 calories a day. And I'm like, we need to double that. Like that's what your toddler's supposed to be eating. Yeah. At, right. For perspective, like, literally. Right. That's what a five-year-old should be eating. Right. And, but again, it goes, any of us in our thirties, like, I don't have to even pull everybody in our thirties. I know that what you have been trained is that a 1200 calorie diet or a 700 calorie diet is what you need to live off of. But for women's hormones, statistically, it is between 2000 and 2,500. Thank for you. Optimal. I know. I'm like, I could cry when I hear people Thank say that you. because it, but it is so hard. And this is this has taken years, like for me to heal my digestion to a point where I have an appetite in the morning. I'm hungry every three to four hours. And now like where I'm at is like, now I can focus on getting enough because there was so many different layers impact. Like you were talking about impacting why this is hard for us. Right. And then you throw in children and the dog that poops on the carpet and, you know, all of the other things that go wrong in our day to day, that it's just learning those simple, practical steps and even understanding what the problem is, that the problem isn't that you just didn't bounce back fast enough from, you know, growing a human and giving birth to a human and breastfeeding a human, you know, it's, it's so much more than that. And so I love, you know, just, um, one, how comprehensive you are in your work with women that you don't just stop at that surface level answer of, I'm just really tired all the time. Okay. Well, let's talk about why that is. Um, and so what would you say, this is going to be like a can of worms question, I feel like, (laughs) um, but what would you say is the biggest mindset roadblock for the women that you work with? I know I knew it was going to be a can of worms, but I feel like we need to go there. Gosh, that's really, really tough. Cause I can like right off the top of my head, think, think of probably three, um, you know, there's, there's the obvious, like you just talked about is like women in their thirties, this we're raised on a certain sort of expectation of what we, what we should eat. But I think beyond that, the biggest one is probably sort of the value that they place on themselves and healing themselves and that that's not selfish, right? Like, yes, I spoke to a woman yesterday who she pulled at my heartstrings so much. And she was like, I just can't take this time, make this investment in myself. And I'm like, you literally just told me how every single person in your family is impacted by this, like how you are the lifeblood of this family. And it's this, it goes back to the badge of honor, right? And the expectation that we have to do everything for everyone. And at some point, 
like when you're doing it all and you're feeling good and like, you're probably, to be honest, running on adrenaline to do that. Absolutely. hundred percent. Right? Yeah. When you, when you flip the other side and you have nothing left to give everybody, everybody pays, everybody pays. Right. But the flip side yeah. of that is when you invest in yourself and taking care of yourself, everybody wins. Yeah. Well, I love that you talked about that because I have a similar like conversation with women, except for that most of them, one of the catalyzing factors that gets them moving is remembering what it was like to be mothered by Mm. somebody who is exhausted, irritable, and crabby. And like, once they were able to connect, like, oh, I am that person and I don't want to be that person. And that had such a profound impact on me that, and we were able to kind of dig into the, why don't you feel like you're valuable? Cause you're telling me that you're, you see that you're valuable, you're valuable enough to be this key player in your family. And so that's when we can kind of dig into the, like, okay, what's really keeping you from moving forward. But I think that's probably the biggest one that I hear from women as well is just recognizing the role that they play is irreplaceable in their family and how they show up is worth investing in. And because this is, I mean, the, the, the rest of your legacy as a mom, do you know what I mean? It's like, there's so much, it's not just about, and I know for you, it's not just about getting rid of their symptoms. It's not just about giving them their energy back. It's about the fruit of that which is the legacy they get to leave for their families. Right. Right. And, and so in that, I think when we're presented with that choice of, okay, I could do something for myself immediately, we're going to be hit with all of the reasons why we can't right, or why we shouldn't. Um, And so this is why working with somebody who can help, help you to navigate, you know, for the listeners out there, help you to navigate your own mind and your own, obstacles because, um, we all have them. Right. And so what would you say to our listeners who are maybe struggling with, you know, the mood and the fatigue and really just stuck in that, that kind of burnout, well, the cliche term of burnout, but however you would describe it, what would you say to them, to that person today? I mean, straight up that that's not normal, you know, and that anybody who tells you that that's what it's supposed to be like to be a mom, that you're supposed to be tired, that they're doing you a disservice and that you need to stand up and, you know, think about a time when you didn't feel that way. Think about a day when you felt really good, right? Like you haven't always felt that way. And so, you know, it's possible to feel another way. And if exactly the way you're feeling today is normal, nobody would have more than one kid, (laughs) right? I mean, they, they wouldn't. And you know, to your point, I just want to circle back for a minute about the mindset, because I think that it's really a double-edged sword with that, right? Like Mm -hmm. having somebody to call you on your blocks is so, so important, but also oftentimes what I see, because I focus on women with adrenal dysfunction is that Mm -hmm. that block is just as much physiological. Absolutely. Yes. Because your adrenals are designed to keep you safe. Yep. So when you are in chronic fight or flight or you are in burnout, your adrenal glands are saying everything is a threat and changing your, the way you perceive yourself, your family, your worth, but also just your day-to-day, even small, simple shifts, right? Like 
still a change. And your body is going to say like, whoa, 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 heck no. Like we're not safe. We're not. Right. And so when I hear that type of thing from a woman, especially when it's a woman who is a very strong woman, goes to work, career woman, like I've got multiple clients who own their own law practices, you know, like, I'm like, that's actually your adrenals talking. And that's actually even more of a sign that we got to get after this because that is so out of alignment with who you are. It's literally your biology, right? Absolutely. And you fix that. And so much of this other stuff just gets plucked off. Right. Well, it's way easier. Yeah. I was talking to my other colleague friend, Stephanie, she's been on previous, um, previous episodes, but we were talking about this too. Like we can't, if we don't have the physiology in place to even get to those places, like the deeper rooted places in our mind, there's no way. Cause you don't have the energy. Like I'm not going to be able to deal with my, you know, deeply rooted emotional trauma from 20 years ago if my adrenals think that we are still 20 years ago, like, exactly. So we have to address that stuff. And that's one of the reasons why one, I love that you start with the HTMA, you get their physiology on board, like right away, you get them some of those quick wins that help them to see like, Oh, I can actually feel better, which then of course, you know, it just helps them to feel supported and engaged and all of those things. And so, gosh, I feel like we could talk forever <laughs> on, on this stuff. So I would love to have you on again, but I want to make sure that, um, our listeners know how to find you because what you do is just phenomenal. And so if you are in this season of life, um, that Jeannie was talking about, and this resonates with you, Jeannie, I would just love for you to share how they can best reach you. Yeah, sure. Um, I've got a website, genieclon.com. I'm sure you can put the spelling. Um, I'm on Instagram at nutrition genie. And then I have a Facebook group. It's called mom life or adrenal fatigue. Perfect. Spoiler alert. It's probably not mom life. Yeah. Right. In case you didn't catch that earlier. (laughs) Um, no, I love it. I was like, that's such a perfect name for that group. So I will, I will make sure to put all of that in the show notes so that people can easily find you. Um, but Jeannie's amazing. She has amazing content in her group. She's, uh, just a phenomenal practitioner. And so Jeannie, I just want to say thank you for sharing your time with us today. Um, and I can't wait to hear how people love this episode with you. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It was a blast.